Welcome back to the Prophetic Collective, a podcast that is all about living a prophetic life wherever God has placed you. Thanks for joining us on our brand new Spiritual Practices Collection, where we, as a prophetic community, learn about a number of ancient spiritual practices that will deepen your intimacy with Jesus. Thanks to everyone who has rated and reviewed this podcast. It helps us to reach more people and equip them to live life confidently, hearing God's voice for themselves in their ordinary, everyday lives. Make sure you share these episodes on social media using the hashtag Prophetic Collective and tagging at Stacey Hillier so we can connect in prophetic community. Enjoy today's episode of the Prophetic Collective. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast as we continue in our collection on spiritual practices. Today, we've got a goodie. We're looking at breath prayers. I am loving hearing all about how you are applying these spiritual practices to your life. I had one listener contact me and share a vision they had whilst trying Ignatian meditation for the first time. Nothing makes me happier. And this is what it's all about, giving something new a go and finding what works for you as part of your daily discipline and delight in encountering Jesus. And why this is so important for prophetic people is because we must first hear from God before we seek to speak for God. And so I'm trying to put before you some spiritual practices that have become deep wells in my life from which the prophetic, in fact, all of life flows. So today we're talking about breath prayers. Let's start with the foundational question, what is a breath prayer? Well, it's a simple yet powerful practice to turn our rhythm of breathing in and out into continual conversation with God. And with practice, we can develop a habit of practicing God's presence throughout each day. And breath prayers are a way that we can do that. Teresa A. Blythe defines breath prayer this way. Breath prayer is one that moves in and out on the wind of your breath as the Spirit of God intermingles with your own spirit. It reminds us of the time the resurrected Jesus breathed on his disciples saying, receive the Holy Spirit. That's in John 20 verse 22. Now, if you listen to my guided prayers podcast, you will often hear me lead us entering into that time of intimacy with Jesus with a breath prayer. So this may not be unfamiliar to you. Did you know that we breathe in and out on average 25,000 times a day? This, if we think about it, that is 25,000 opportunities to pray and to renew our minds with scripture. And breath prayers are a very beautiful spiritual practice that has both spiritual and, of course, in any way God could, other health benefits to our body. Don't you love how God works like that? He's such a holistic God. It's only us, really, who segments our life. God's about the whole. And breath prayers are good for us spiritually and emotionally. But in wild news, they actually do things for us physically, for our body. Because this practice involves deep breathing, several studies actually describe the health benefits to our body. So let's just look at a few. I'm quoting psychology today here, and this is all findings from a 2021 study. Firstly, deep breathing 
regulates your blood pressure. So slowing our breathing increases certain essential responses in our bodies that activate a mechanism that regulates our blood pressure. And over time, controlled breathing can lower our blood pressure to levels that reduce our risk of stroke, cerebral aneurysms, as well as decreasing stress on blood vessels. Wow. Also, Breath prayers or deep breathing assists in emotional regulation. So as I mentioned, it helps us with our emotional health as well. So for example, if you count that you are breathing in for six and out for six for a few moments before you begin to confess scripture, which I'm going to take you through in a moment, areas of the brain related to emotion, memory, and awareness show more organized patterns than what is observed when a person is simply resting. So often we rest to order our thoughts to give our brain a little reset. Well, did you know that if you rest and breathe in and out or practice a breath prayer, you are ordering your thoughts in a more effective way? Another thing that a breath prayer or deep breathing does for you, the rhythm of our breathing affects our memory. Deep and rhythmic breathing generates electrical activity in the brain that influences how well we remember. And clinical trials conclude that people remember objects better when breathing deeply, particularly through the nose and out the mouth. Now, why is this important? I'm going to share a little bit more on this later, but if you're breathing in and out scripture, this means that you can more effectively memorize scripture just by simply applying a breathing practice. The fourth thing that breath prayers can do for us physically is that controlled breathing boosts immunity and improves energy. So controlled breathing can alter the expression of genes involved in immune function, energy metabolism, and insulin secretion. Finally, Another health benefit, and there actually were many more than this. These are just the ones I've chosen. Breath prayers spark brain growth. One of the more intriguing research developments involving controlled breathing is that when it's used to facilitate meditation, which is part of what we're doing, and we've already talked about Christian meditation, the result can be an actual increase in brain size. (laughs) So if you want to grow your brain, breath prayers, they could be a key for you. Specifically, the brain experiences growth in areas associated with attention and the processing of sensory input. So this can be great for example, for children who suffer with autism, who have sensory overload. This helps them to process their senses. And the effect seems to be more noticeable in older people, which is especially good news because it's the reverse of what typically happens as we age. As we age, our gray matter usually becomes thinner, but this grows our brain far out. So the result is consistent with other research showing an increase in thickness of music areas of the brain in musicians and visual motor areas in the brains of jugglers. Now, I am a juggling mother of four, who is also a musician. So by breath praying or doing breath prayers, I'm actually growing the areas that my gifting lies in. So there's another thing you could pause and think on. So as in those cases, the key is consistent practice over time. You're going to reap more health benefits from breath prayers as you practice them over time. Now, it's very important that we understand that Christian breath prayers are different than the mantras of Eastern religions or New Age philosophy, where they babble prayers like pagans. And that's actually a specific thing that Jesus tells us not to do. 
In Matthew 6, 7, I'm reading from the ESV, he says, when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. So what was actually happening in the culture of the time? A couple of things. They were putting on a big show, making a performance. They were being hypocrites about their prayer lives. But also they were applying the prayer life of uh, religions that were praying to other gods to the way they prayed to our God. And what they were doing was praying things like the equivalent of saying over and over again the word abracadabra, abracadabra, abracadabra. It was like babble. And Jesus was saying, I don't want you to pray this way. So breath prayers aren't that. Breath prayers that we're going to learn today are inhaling and exhaling scripture. Breath prayers are not purpose to empty our minds or disengage from reality. This is all about breathing scripture prayers as help for engaging our mind and heart with God and his life-giving word. Breath prayers are new to many Christians, even though they are an ancient practice, but they're not complicated and they're not mystical. They're actually a very simple doorway to intimacy. They're simply a bodily expression for worshiping God and praying. Just like raising our hands to the Lord as we sing a praise song or kneeling in prayer. Breathing a prayer is an easy and practical way of using our bodies to stay focused and vibrant in our praying. God created our bodies to be temples for the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6.19 tells us that. And it's in and with our bodies that we pray and we fellowship with God. This is why the psalmist prays using his body. Sitting quietly, laying face down, kneeling, standing, raising our hands, shouting, walking, dancing. These are all helpful postures for prayer that are models modeled by the psalmists. And as disciples of Jesus, the opportunity before us is to intentionally offer our bodies as a living sacrifice of worship, relying on the word of God to renew our minds, which is Romans 12, 2. I want to remind us that Paul encouraged us in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 to pray without ceasing. The word picture that he paints in the original language here is like a persistent cough. That, you know, when you have a cough and you are um, awake up in the middle of the night, you can't help but letting out a cough. You're going throughout your day and you get that tickle in your throat and you can't help but coughing. This is the word picture he's painting. That prayer would bubble up and out of us without us forcing it like a persistent cough. And breath prayers help us to do this. We're making prayerfulness a habit of our heart until we come to experience the word of Christ actually dwelling in us richly, like Colossians 3.16 talks about. It seems as if the prayer is taking on a life of its own, but actually it's the Holy Spirit bringing God's word to life in us and lovingly interceding for us and the people around us according to what is good. Breath prayers have a very ancient history, and the prayer masters who composed the Psalms in our Bible often repeated phrases as part of their worship songs and intercessions. Here's an example. His love endures forever is repeated 41 times in the Bible, including 26 times in Psalm 136 alone. It was the refrain that was used after each verse. So here we see them repeating scripture in prayer and in song. The early church fathers and mothers also used breath prayers to encounter God. The famous Jesus prayer of the third century, which is, Lord Jesus Christ have mercy on me, 
is derived from the recurring plea that's offered in Scripture, even by Jesus in Luke 18, 13, where he prays, Lord, have mercy. So this is a biblical plea for mercy from the Lord, which is both forgiveness of sin and healing of our heart. So countless disciples of Christ have trained with the Jesus prayer, repeating it many times during the course of a day to learn to practice God's presence habitually. So let me give you the what's known as the Jesus prayer by Desert Fathers and Mothers. Uh, I'm going to give it to you again because you might want to start with this one. So I'm breathing in, Lord Jesus Christ breathing out, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Now you can pray these things in your head or you can whisper them out loud. That's completely up to you. I want you to think for a moment about the creation of Adam. He was formed from the dust, but he became a living soul when God breathed into him. That's in Genesis 2, 7. And the Hebrew word that's used here and throughout the Bible is the word ruach, and it can mean breath or spirit. It's the New Testament Greek word pneuma. The biblical languages link breath and life. We also see that in Ezekiel 37. So breath praying is getting into a rhythm of purposeful deep breathing, which is combined with praying a phrase of scripture. Now, I most often use these, to be honest, when I'm feeling stressed, to help calm me, to help me to process my senses and my emotions, and to realign my thoughts with my authority, positioning Christ, and with the Prince of Peace, because these things are our inheritance. So here's an example of one I use to receive courage. This is from Psalm 31 verse 1. This is a two rhythm prayer. I'm going to teach you a two rhythm and a three rhythm a little bit later, but this one's a two rhythm, which is simply breathing in and breathing out. In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Here's one of my favorite ones before I go to sleep. I imagine myself like the disciple that Jesus loved, self-proclaimed to John, laying on Jesus' chest, staying within whispering distance. This is Psalm 16, 7. In the night, my heart instructs me. In the night, my heart instructs me. So instead of counting sheep, I pray that until I fall to sleep. Here's one for one I need joy. This is Psalm 1611. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your presence is fullness of joy. I also use breath prayers every time I read my Bible. So when I get up early in the morning while it's still dark to do my devotion, I always pause to pray a breath prayer. I hold the word of God up to my chest or in my hands and just value and esteem what I'm holding. Thank God that I can hold one. There are nations that don't hold the Bible and I have several. So here are a few that I use before I open my Bible to get my heart ready. And I'll probably post these on social media for you. But a lot of these are taken from Psalm 119. If you just wanted to start there with your Bible reading to find breath prayers, it's a great place. Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your word. Here's another. Make me understand the way of your precepts. Another. I will meditate 
on your wondrous works. Another, enlarge my heart so I may run in the way of your word. Another one from Psalm 119. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. I often come out of my Bible reading time with that one so that I'm set for the day. Here's another. How sweet are your words to my taste. Sweeter than honey to my mouth. Another. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Here's one for before you do Ignatian meditation as an entry. This is Psalm 1 verse 2. On your law, I meditate day and night. So these are breath prayers you can use in your devotional life. Now, breath prayer is getting into a rhythm of purposeful deep breathing, which is combined with praying a phrase of scripture, which I mentioned before, which is why I'm trying to give you so many of them today. So let's get to the practices. How do we do this? First, intentionally slow your breathing down. So when you start this, I want you to try breathing in for six and out for six because scientific studies show this is the way to reap the greatest health and emotional benefits. So breathing in for six and breathing out for six. You can also try a three-step breathing process and some scriptures that I'll show you use that. So what you do on a three-step breathing process is you breathe in for six, you hold your breath for four, and then you breathe out for six. So we'll use and learn both in our breath prayer examples today. The second thing is become aware of any places in your body you are experiencing tension and allow them to relax. Third, fix your eyes on Jesus. Just intentionally focus on him and become aware of the fact that he's present with you as you pray. Four, commence your scriptural breath prayer as you continue with your slow breathing. So stay with that slow breathing, whether it's two or three step, until you feel that tension leave your body and your attention fix on Jesus. So you're basically breathing in the first half of a Bible verse, and then you're either breathing out the second half, or you're breathing a Bible verse in, holding while you hold another part of scripture and breathing out another part of scripture. So you stay in the breathing of the scripture until you feel energy and life or almost like a reset, come back to your body and your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will and your emotions. And you should also feel a shift in your spirit. So a few tips. As you go about your devotional life, you will come across scriptures that you can use as breath prayers along the way. So why don't you start a note in your phone or keep a journal of breath prayers under topics? I'm actually currently working on a devotional magazine that covers some breath prayers that I've been keeping a record of for over a year. You could use these anywhere if you practice them enough. For example, I have a particular meeting that stresses me out. My heart rate goes up every single time. So I have found scriptures that I can breath prayer. Nobody else knows what I'm doing, but I start to intentionally slow my breathing and I'm breath praying in my head while I'm sitting in that meeting. Do you have times or make sure you have times where you can close your eyes and open your hands when you pray this way? So do do that. Have Yes, have ones you can pray when you're out and about. If you're an anxious person, have ones about anxiety that you can pray wherever you are. Sometimes I pause with the shopping trolley and just pray a breath prayer to help my anxiety settle. Use breath prayer to help you memorize scripture. 
because scientifically we've learned that breathing helps and aids with memorization. So use this hack. I've just finished breath praying my way through parts of um, Philippians to memorize the scriptures over a two-week period on my holidays. It was awesome. And make sure you write down any visual encounters you have with his word or any emotion or presence of Jesus that you feel. How has he worked in you through prayer? Prayer is a way to encounter God. Record these encounters. Do you feel any changes in your body? Journal them. And I want to finish by taking you through two breath prayers today. The first is from John 3.30, which reads, He must increase, but I must decrease. That's John the Baptist speaking. But we're going to turn that into this prayer. More of Jesus, less of me. And I'm going to talk you through where you could go with this one as you grow in this practice. So this is a simple two-step breath prayer. Here we go. First, take a few deep breaths as we fix our eyes on Jesus. Breathe in for six and out for six two times. You can stay with that for as long as you need. This time as you breathe in, say in your mind or whisper, more of Jesus. And as you breathe out, less of me. As you breathe in and whisper more of Jesus, be mindful that you are inhaling his grace, his love, his kindness his forgiveness, his nearness. You could take each of these one at a time. More of Jesus' grace. More of Jesus' love. As you breathe out, we are letting go of us. Let go of ambition, worry, anxiety. As you whisper, less of me. Stay there for a few minutes. And if you get distracted, refocus yourself on what you are breathing in more of and what you are breathing out in order to lessen in your life. So there's a simple two-step one that you can use. So now I'm going to teach you a three-pattern breathing technique. You breathe in for six, hold your breath for four, then breathe out. Let's try a few of those. Today, we're going to pray from Psalm 119.32. As you breathe in, hold your Bible in your hands. Pray, enlarge my heart. For that six counts, visualize your heart enlarging. Now hold your breath for four and whisper, so I may run. I want you to see yourself for this four, running with God's word in your hands and your heart. Then as you breathe out, in the way of your word. See yourself being directed by the boundaries of God's word. You're going to repeat this cycle for two to three minutes. Enlarge my heart. 
hold so I may run out in the way of your word. In enlarge my heart, hold so I may run out in the way of your word. So there's one you could use at the beginning of your devotional time. And that's it. That's as simple as it is. That's breath prayers. They heal us physically. They minister to our souls. They reconnect us spiritually. So give it a go and let me know what it's like for you. In our next episode, we're going to look at silence and stillness as spiritual practices. But prophetic people don't run away. This is for you. We were going to look at those uh, today alongside of breath prayers, but basically there's too much goodness to pack into one episode. So surprise, you're going to get a bonus episode in the next few weeks. Once again, my friends, thank you for subscribing, rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. I know that there are many, many people who do not have access to this kind of teaching about spiritual practices. And I love seeing people find new ways to encounter Jesus. I'm simply teaching you guys what I've learned and experienced and what I've been taught. So why don't you pray and ask the Lord if there's just one person you could share this with that might really benefit from slowing down and breathing in scripture in a transformative way. You know, I often lead people in a breath prayer as I start or finish meetings with them and they love them. It resets their brain their heart, and it resets the atmosphere. Try it in your life group. Try it with your kids. Try it with your husband or your wife. Try it for yourself. Give it a go. One of the greatest treasures for me is doing this with my kids as they go to sleep. You'll find your way. Let me know what it is. The possibilities are endless. But thanks for coming on the journey, friends. All glory to Jesus. Love and appreciate you all. See you later. Did you know that Stacy also has a guided prayer podcast? Contemplative prayer is a rich, deep and rewarding way to encounter Jesus and the scriptures. With instrumental scores written to empower your encounters with Jesus, these prayers are a chance to be still and to step out of the hustle of today's fast-paced world. Available wherever you get your podcasts by searching Guided Prayers with Stacey Hillier.